Hey, it's AJ and welcome to the D Plus Club, where I bring you the latest news and rumours from the last week in Disney Plus. I cover what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney Plus streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week we have a weekly movie club, where I give you an overview of the movie along with some facts and some possible goofs. Last week we covered the movie Iron Man 3. That episode, along with all previous episodes, are available now on all major podcasting platforms. And for this last week's movie, we featured the 2011 film, The Muppets. I'll get back to that a little bit later in the show, though. How's everyone been doing this past week? Well, this last week for me has kind of been a little bit of a mixed bag, if I'm honest. On Monday, it was a bank holiday here in the UK, so I got to have an extra day off with the family, so I got to be able to relax. On Wednesday, it was my birthday, so I got to be able to celebrate and just have a little bit of a a relaxing evening. I was still at work during the day. I didn't really do anything special, but uh, it just gave me a chance to be able to just relax. I didn't even open my birthday card until I got back home, just because I didn't have enough time in the morning getting me ready for work and the kids ready for school and this, that and the other. So, uh, yeah, I just had a nice relaxing evening. And then on Saturday, so... Yesterday for me, we had a uh, family barbecue, so I went round to my dad's and my sister and uh, her partner and son and daughter were there, and we just got to just have some family time and just, I say, relax, and I had a second birthday cake as well, so uh, that was nice to be able to have, and it was just nice to be able to have that family time. And then yesterday evening, so Saturday evening, I'm recording this on Sunday, and in fact my wife's getting the kids in the bath at the moment, so I'm uh, starting a little bit earlier in the day again, but uh, yesterday evening whilst we were watching Cruella, I uh, got a message from my dad saying that my uh, grandfather had passed away, unfortunately. He'd been unwell for a long time, Um, sorry I'm getting a little bit emotional about it. He'd been unwell for a long time with cancer and He'd just not been doing very good, and they admitted him to hospital a a few weeks back, and um, he'd just been gradually getting worse from there. And they were talking about maybe putting him into a hospice so that he could have the care that he needed and this, that, and the other. And then they found out that the cancer that he'd almost recovered from had actually come back with a vengeance, basically, and um, also spread and they said that there wasn't really anything that they could do. And we were given the choice of try to help him fight it, which they said would be a losing battle. And they said that even if they got the best specialists from around the country, it would only prolong things by a short amount of time. Or we could just make his final days as as comfortable as possible. And that's kind of where we'd gone with it, really. And um, we, we didn't expect it to be this quick, though. Um, I'd actually arranged to be able to go and visit him in the hospital. Of course, visiting hospitals at the moment is still quite a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, fiasco? I don't know. Just with everything that's going on with the global pandemic, you have to be able to arrange in advance to be able to go. So I was going to go on Tuesday with my dad just to be able to see him because I've not really had a chance to be able to see my grandparents in the last... 18 months because I work full-time my wife works full-time the kids are at school and with him being ill we didn't want to spread anything and cause any unnecessary infections we've been able to see him on video calls and things like that but uh, yeah it's uh, sad (laughs) so if I sound a little bit off it today that's probably why I'm just uh, a little bit out of my own headspace at the moment and uh, I keep find myself drifting and concentrating on other things so uh, yeah, I still don't know what the plan is with anything. It's, I say, very 
early days yet. I messaged my boss earlier just to say, look, this is what's happened. I'm going to have to arrange to have a day off for the funeral, whenever that is. And my dad's arranged with his work to have some time off just to be able to help process things and help out to be able to arrange like the funeral and anything else that needs doing. So, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's been a bit of a downer towards the last 24 hours, let's say, and I almost debated not doing the podcast, and I still wanted to be able to do it. I I don't know, it, it helps me, I suppose, kind of process things, but also it helps me get into my, like, my own headspace again and concentrate on something else, and yeah. Sorry, you can hear my voice quavering, I've just realised. But yeah, I wanted to be able to do it, so it may not be as long as previous weeks. I may maybe cover things a little bit more brief than I usually do, and I apologise if you don't get as much information because of that. I have written plenty of notes to be able to try and cover everything, but uh, yeah, just in case you feel that I've not covered everything in its full extent, that's why, like I say, I'm not really fully in my own headspace at the moment i i promise hopefully in in a week or two i'll be back to the regular old me but uh, yeah i just wanted to apologize in advance if i do seem a little bit off it this week and possibly even next week or whenever just because there's other things like i say going on at the moment so uh, apart from that though hopefully everyone else has had a much better weekend and week than uh, maybe i have although like i said i didn't have much of a bad week it's just the weekend that's kind of put a downer on things but yeah hopefully everyone's had a good week let me know how you've been doing drop me a message over on social media at at or forward slash the d plus club plus being the word plus or also you can catch me over in the sorcerer radio disney fun zone facebook group and also in the sorcerer radio discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord apart from that though let's get into the news and i'm actually going to begin with some renewal announcements This past week, Disney revealed that the series Big Shot, which anyone who's been listening to the podcast for a while will know that I absolutely loved the first season, so I'm really excited for this news. Uh, So Big Shot has been renewed for a second series, Monsters at Work has been renewed for a second series, and FX's Reservation Dogs would also be returning for a second season as well. Of course, I haven't seen Reservation Dogs. I am, however, like I say, very excited for the return of both Big Shot and Monsters at Work. Big Shot especially has been one of my absolute favourite Disney Plus original series, and I think that they did absolutely amazing work with the first season, and I'm really happy to hear that it would be returning for a second series. I remember saying when the first series ended that I hoped that we get to follow these characters more, because they did a, a very good job building these characters and the backstories and making you care care about them invest in them and things like that so i'm really looking forward to the second series of this show so hopefully we'll see some more news on that in the not too distant future i did actually see a message posted by josh peck i think it is over on instagram who is the lead currently in turner and hooch he plays scott turner But he congratulated John Stamos, and he said he'd like to have a one-on-one basketball game with him. However, he did joke that it may last a day. That's probably a joke due to their basketball skills. In fact, when John Stamos was announcing the second series on Instagram, he was trying to blindly throw a basketball over his shoulder to be able to get it into the hoop. 
and he missed every single time. But I do think this this would be interesting to see. In fact, I think it would be more interesting to be able to see Josh Peck's Turner face off against John Stamos's Coach Corn in a one-on-one game, actually on this TV series. They're actually very good friends off-screen from what I've been able to read as well. But I just think that maybe building this into a maybe crossover event between Turner and Hooch and Big Shot could be quite a, an interesting way to be able to look at it. And uh, especially scenes as they're both produced by Disney, it's not out of the realm of impossibility that these could exist within the same universe and we could see crossover events such as this in the future. It's uh, it, It'd be interesting to be able to think of at the very least. So uh, look out for more news on season two when it becomes available. And also, like I say, Monsters at Work season two as well. I'll get to my thoughts on season one shortly as we uh, cover what's been new this past week. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to be able to start with that bit of information because it's nice to be able to see that some of these uh, Disney Plus originals are actually being renewed. We also got some sequel announcements this past week too. Dwayne Johnson posted over on Twitter confirming that a sequel to the hit movie Jungle Cruise was in the works. I'm really really happy to be able to hear this actually especially as the film grossed more than a hundred million dollars in the global box office and saw a premiere access release on Disney Plus as well. That just goes to be able to show how popular this movie must have been for Disney not just in the cinemas of course where we've been able to see actual box office numbers but also in the numbers that we don't see in terms of premiere access. Uh, Me and my wife watched the film over on premiere access and we absolutely loved it and i'm really happy to be able to hear that uh, there's another jungle cruise movie in the works and anyone who's ridden the disney parks attraction ride will know that there's a lot of variety that they can pull from with that so i I definitely see that they've got more stories to be able to tell with it and i look forward to being able to see what they're able to to do with this sequel movie when it becomes available and we start hearing more news on it so uh, Yeah, really excited for that one. We also got confirmation that a sequel to the new movie, Vacation Friends, which is starring John Cena, is in the works as well. I haven't actually been able to get around to be able to watch this movie yet. I said a little bit earlier in the show that I'd watched Cruella this past week, and it was either Cruella or Vacation Friends. So hopefully this next weekend, if we find ourselves with time, we'll be able to watch Vacation Friends. But it looks really good, and from the reviews that I've been able to see that people have put on about it, people have really enjoyed it. So it's interesting to see that they're already starting to develop a a movie based on it. So yeah, look for more information on that as it becomes available. And another sequel that we actually finally got some more news on this past week was The Rocketeer. Now, we covered The Rocketeer in the Weekly Movie Club a few weeks back, actually, and I did talk about the potential sequel projects that have been in the works over the years and things like that. So go back to check that episode out if you want to find out more about The Rocketeer and the history of The Rocketeer and the possible sequels that have been in development over the years. But it was announced that the new sequel will be titled The Return of The Rocketeer, and it will be developed exclusively for Disney+. Plus. It's reported that the new film will focus on a retired Tusky. I don't. I'm not sure how you, you actually pronounce that. It's T U S E G E E Tusky Airmen who takes up the Rocketeer mantle. The Tusky Airmen were a group of primarily African American military pilots who fought during World War Two. So it'd be interesting to be able to see how they pick this up on after the original and how they relate it back to the original as well. 
and it's nice to be able to see that they're still bringing into like the world war Two aspect of it as well and uh, yeah i'm really looking forward to this sequel and like i say it's being developed exclusively for disney plus and there has been a director attached to it already i believe as well so uh, i'll uh, provide some more news on that as we get it and uh, i'm really looking forward to this i do feel that the rocketeer should have had a sequel and it would have worked very well as a franchise and i'm glad that they'll be able to carry on this story and uh, this universe and things like that as well so uh, yeah i'm really looking forward to that moving on to some other news Disney revealed some behind-the-scenes images announcing that the How I Met Your Mother-inspired series, How I Met Your Father, has actually now begun filming. The photos saw some of the cast, as well as a monitor photo showing some of the shots of a bar scene, where Hilary Duff's character is seen at a bar, and you can also see background characters in this bar wearing masks as well. So it's interesting to see that uh, they're kind of bringing in that element, they're making sure that it relates to this past year or two years, and uh, developing the story in the present day as well. It'll, of course, this also could just be that they were doing rehearsals and all the background characters were wearing masks, but uh, I do feel that the uh, bringing in that element to it would make this first season or two seasons or however long that they need to be able to run that for um, very interesting and it makes it much more relatable as well. So I'm looking forward to being able to see more about this and it might actually be that we'll watch this. I haven't actually seen How I Met Your Mother and I'm sure there's plenty of time to be able to watch it before the how i met your father series starts so uh, in fact me and my wife are watching the big bang theory for the first time at the moment and we're getting towards the end of the last season so how i met your mother might be a good one to be able to start on soon i also saw some news that former glee star darren chris announced early this past week on instagram that he would be joining the muppets in the upcoming muppets haunted mansion which of course is being released later this year. It was also then followed up by a video of Darren and Miss Piggy confirming his involvement in an Instagram story. I think I actually last saw Darren Chris on The Flash in the musical episode that they did. Anyway, I'm really looking forward to the Muppets Haunted Mansion, and I feel that this announcement could mean that we have some special musical numbers that will be featured in this special. In other news, Disney announced a brand new animated Diary of a Wimpy Kid animated film, which will be released on Disney Plus this holiday season on December 3rd. The movie will be based on the best-selling children's books from the author Jeff Kenny, whose books have sold over more than 250 million copies worldwide. Kenny will actually serve as a screenwriter and executive producer on the project, and he said that this film really feels like the book come to life. And it's exciting to see Greg Heffley and his family and friends in their fully animated glory. It is the wimpy world in a way that no one has seen before. Working on this movie, I feel we have been sitting on a wonderful secret. And I can't wait to finally share it with the world. There's also been a couple of live-action Diary of a Wimpy Kid films produced previously that can also be found on Disney+, Plus. actually, if you want to be able to check those out. I can't say that I've ever actually seen any of the uh, live-action films or even actually read any of the books. I don't know, maybe my kids are a little bit too young for that still yet, but uh, maybe it might be one that we get around to. I think that the, the film sounds actually quite interesting, and the the images that I saw released from it and the poster actually look really interesting as well. So I'm actually really looking forward to finding out some more information on this as it becomes available, and uh, maybe checking out a trailer as well. So uh, as soon as I see any more information on it, I will let you know, of course. But uh, apart from that, it is due to be released on December 3rd. 
And that's about it for the main news stories this week. There were a few other smaller stories that I didn't cover. However, with everything that's happened this weekend, I wanted to mainly cover some of these bigger stories, of course. I, uh, Like I said, I just didn't really have the concentration to be able to give all of these smaller stories, all of the research that they're required to be able to give you the full information. And I will definitely cover them. It just might not be straight away, or it might be closer to when some of the... Uh, series or movies that uh, were the smaller stories are even released as well when we have some more information so i do apologize for not covering absolutely everything but i did want to give you some of the bigger stories that i found this past week is there anything that you're looking forward to that's been announced this past week in the news though let me know over on social media at at or forward slash the d plus club that's plus the word plus or even over in the sorcerer radio disney fun zone facebook group or over in the sorcerer radio discord just drop me a message let me know what you're most excited for this last week i did post some of the uh, news stories as they became available over in the social radio discord actually and there are a few people that are very happy for some of these renewals especially for big shot and monsters at work as well so we were having a bit of a chat earlier in the week about uh, both of those series and actually had a, a nice deep conversation about monsters at work and how the series picks up after the original movie so uh, if you're not a part of the sorcerer radio discord i highly advise you check it out we have some brilliant conversations over there not just about disney plus and disney films and things like that but also about the disney parks and disney music and different things like that Uh, so brilliant community over there i highly advise you check it out i am going to take a brief break though now and then i will be back with what's new and what's coming soon to disney plus this next week Sorcerer Radio. Radio. All Disney music all day long. And it's our sound. And now you're listening to Sorcerer Radio. Sorcerer Radio. Sorcerer Radio. You're listening to Sorcerer Radio. Oh yeah. Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music all day long. You're listening to Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music all day long. Sorcerer Radio. SRSounds.com. And we're back. So, what's new and what's coming soon to Disney Plus this next week? Well, this past week we had new episodes of What If, Turner and Hooch, Monsters at Work, Doug Days, and of course in the UK we also had Last Man Standing and Only Murderers in the Building. So, I thought I'd just cover those in a little bit more detail. I actually really liked this last week's episode of What If. It was a very dark episode. It was focused on Doctor Strange, and I won't spoil it too much, but there was... A lot of different things to be able to think about in this week's episode and it just shows that these uh, animated series can get really quite dark if they, w- if they want to as well and I really enjoyed the story and where they took the story and there was even kind of a twist towards the end as well actually there was two twists really there was kind of the first twist and then that led to something that happened that then went on to another big twist as well. And I would like to be able to follow up on this story later in the series. I hope that we get to see some sort of maybe like multiversal Avengers team-up type thing between some of these characters that we've been introduced to so far. And if we do, I really hope that we get we revisit this multiverse Doctor Strange that we've... Uh, seen developed in this last episode but uh, yeah if you're not watching what if and you enjoy the marvel films i really highly advise that you watch this series at the moment 
Of course, I'm also still enjoying Turner and Hooch. They're really fleshing out Turner's character and some of the background characters at the moment, and I feel that this week, again, was just another step forward with that. I felt that they could have maybe built more upon some of Turner's revelations in the previous week's episodes, uh, but I feel that they're kind of dragging it out a little bit more so that they can, towards the end of the first season, kind of bring it all together. But, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying this series. I'm really enjoying the character development of Turner and the background characters, and also of Hooch as well. It was a really nice uh, episode to focus on Hooch as well and where he's come in the series so far as well. So uh, I'm really looking forward to the next episode just to see where they take these characters and also this backstory as well that we've got of Turner's father or Turner and his sister's father and where that's going to take the series as well. I feel that they're kind of downplaying that a little bit at the moment. They're kind of focusing on the character development, which I'm really enjoying, but I would like to be able to find out some more about this mystery of Turner's father that and the investigation that he was following before he passed away so this is definitely another series that I would recommend to anyone who's uh, finding something to watch on Disney Plus at the moment if you haven't checked it out it's definitely worth checking out and this last week we also got the final episode in the now confirmed first season of Monsters at Work of course we have now confirmed that a second season is in the works and I was very happy with how this series ended all throughout this last few weeks as we've been watching this series I've been saying I really hope that where we take the first season is like closing out that time jump that you get at the end of the first Monsters Inc film where we go from going from scare power to laugh power and you can tell there has been some sort of time jump there because they go to the bigger canisters and the the showing that they're using laugh power now and yeah I just feel that this this first season of Monsters at Work has been all about completing that kind of gap in the story in that time jump and just allowing us to find out more information about the development of Monsters Incorporated and also get to meet these new characters as well. And I feel that season two is now being set up to be able to follow follow more closely with the development of Laugh Power. And you never know, we might also see it linked into the Disney Parks attraction of uh, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, where they're actually bringing humans in to be able to harvest their Laugh Power as well. In a more friendly way, of course. It sounds kind of scary when you put it like that, bringing humans in to harvest their Laugh Power. But uh, no, I think that we could potentially now see that where the they're kind of opening up this door, so to speak, with the human world and interacting with them on a different level. And uh, it would be interesting to be able to see that. I'm not sure if it's completely plausible. I'm not sure whether the Disney Parks attraction maybe lives in its own kind of unique bubble almost, just because of it's it's made for audiences and uh, bringing people into the parks and things like that. But uh, no, I'm really glad with how they've rounded out this first season and for me it ended in the perfect way so uh, again if you have enjoyed the 
Monsters Inc. and Monsters University films, I do highly advise you check out Monsters at Work. And uh, I say we do have a now second season, which is going to be in development, and we should see in the uh, not-too-distant future, hopefully. We also got a chance to be able to watch Doug Days this weekend as well, and I have to say that we really enjoyed it. They're only short episodes, but it was really nice to be able to be reintroduced into this universe of Up and be able to find out what happened with Carl and Doug following the, the closing moments of the film. And also, I can confirm that uh, the late Ed Asner is back voicing Carl as well. So, uh, yes, it was very nice and also very emotional to be able to hear his voice uh, voicing Carl. We we watched all of them today, and especially after what what's happened this this weekend, I think it, it maybe got me a bit more emotional than uh, it maybe should have done. But uh, yeah, it was a really enjoyable series. There are only five episodes released currently. I haven't seen any more information on if there were any more episodes produced or not, but it would be really interesting if they had maybe recorded maybe enough voice work for, say, for example, 10, 15, 20 episodes even, especially with them being nice and short as well. It, it could be that they could really flesh this out into, like I say, maybe even a couple of series worth of uh, these Doug Day shorts. But yeah, I really enjoyed it, and it's one that I do recommend people check out as well. So uh, what else did we watch this past week as well? Oh, we watched Only Murderers in the Building. I thought that actually that there was three episodes being released in the UK, but it's not. There has been three episodes released on Hulu in the US. However, in the UK on Disney+, Plus, it's only been two episodes, and we will actually get episode three this next week but me and my wife watched it and i have to say that i really enjoyed it my wife was kind of like a bit so so i think she'll want to watch more kind of see the character development but there's a lot of mystery in this series sorry i just heard my daughter shouted in the background then uh, but yeah there's a lot of mystery in this series and i'm really looking forward to being able to see where they take the story and uh yeah, I'll not spoil it too much because it's really early on in the series at the moment. But uh, yeah, we really enjoyed it. So I'm looking forward to being able to see where this series goes. We also watched a couple more episodes of Behind the Attraction as well, which we're really enjoying. I haven't uh, finished that series yet. I might watch a couple more, maybe even tonight. I'm going to take a break from recording in the next 30 minutes or so and then come back to recording later. So I might be able to watch a few more by then as well. And uh, I say we're also caught up with Last Man Standing in the UK as well. I think we're up to episode six in season nine. So we are going to be watching it weekly as it comes out in the UK now as well. Of course, in the US, Last Man Standing has finished earlier this past year, I think. And uh, yeah, I'm just really enjoying this series and being able to finish off the story of these characters. And I'm really happy with the way that they took the ninth season. Of course, the ninth season was filmed right in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, yeah, it's been really interesting to be able to see where they've taken the the direction of the series. I'll not spoil it for any, anyone who's not seen it. Uh, but if you are interested in a series that deals with kind of the effect of the pandemic on like family life, but also on business life and things like that as well, it was really interesting to be able to see how they tackled that. So yeah, another one that I do 
highly recommend, and I do highly recommend any of kind of Tim Allen's projects. I do wish that we'd be able to see Home Improvement come to Disney Plus in the not too distant future. Not that I kind of really have an issue with being able to watch it. I own it on just about every platform known to mankind. So if I wanted to be able to watch it, I'll just hop over onto iTunes. I've got them all on there. But that would definitely be one that I would be recommending people check out. And if they do release Home Improvement on Disney Plus, I may do a special segment in the show following its release as well, just kind of dedicated to the history of home improvement as well, because I do really, really enjoy that show. So that's a little bit of a spoiler just for upcoming episodes. If Disney decides to be able to release home improvement, I will do that show. And I have a lot of, uh, personal stories to be able to tell that kind of link into home improvement and kind of my history with the franchise and how I grew up with it and just different things like that really so uh, yeah if, if they do release on Disney plus I promise to be able to dedicate a segment in one of the upcoming shows to home improvement but that's about it for the series that we watched this past week I did just want to briefly just cover Cruella because we watched Cruella for the first time following its global access release on Disney plus of course it was available on premiere access previously and uh, yeah we decided that we wanted to be able to watch Cruella last night and I actually got the message from my dad and phone call from my dad partway through as watching Cruella so that maybe also put a little bit of a downer on the film but uh, apart from that no I would say that I personally quite enjoyed Cruella I enjoyed being able to find out some more of the backstory of this character and see some of the character development I won't kind of dive too much into it because again i don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't yet watched it it will probably be one that i feature in the weekly movie club in the maybe not too distant future but yeah i really enjoyed it i enjoyed finding out the background of the the character of cruella but also her minions as well and uh, yeah just kind of the world building of cruella and that universe there were a few things that i was kind of kind of like questioning and along the way why have they made that decision with the character development here but uh, overall i i have to say that i really enjoyed it now my wife on the other hand had a little bit more mixed feelings over the film because she'd read the book about cruella that disney have released and the movie step, steps quite far away from the book in many cases as she explained to me and again i won't spoil that but it is definitely not the same story from what information she was able to give me. So my daughter, my daughter's uh, shouting in the background again there. She did say that the movie and the book do differ quite quite extremely in some of the, the backstory elements about Cruella and who she is as a, as a person and why she is the way she is. So she said that she highly recommends the book to other people who are a fan of, of Disney and also the 101 Dalmatians film and that she felt that the book better explored the backstory than the film did. Now, I may have to read the book myself to be able to give my opinion on that, but as someone who hasn't read the book watching the film, I have to say that I did really enjoy it, and it would be one that I would recommend to people. But anyone who's read the book, let me know your opinion, and let me know if you agree with my wife's take on it, whether the book is definitely far superior in be being able to flesh out the backstory of Cruella. So, uh, yeah. 
let me know. Just drop me a message over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club, or of course over in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone Facebook group, or over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord. In fact, my wife is over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord, and you can let her know your opinion herself, actually. But what have we got to look forward to this next week? Well, starting on Wednesday, we'll have new episodes of Turner and Hooch, Marvel's What If?, Chippendale's Park Life, and also the very first episode of the new series, Doogie Kamaola, MD, which I actually spoke about a few weeks back. In the US on Wednesday, you'll also get 15 episodes of Season 2 of Disney Junior's Mirror Royal Detective, Disney's Peppa Ann Seasons 1 through 3, 5 episodes of Season 19 of The Incredible Dr. Paul, and Nat Geo Wilde's The Wizard of Paws Season 1. In the UK, starting on Monday, we'll get The Walking Dead, Season 11, Episode 3. On Tuesday, we'll get Only Murderers in the Building, Episode 3, which, of course, as I said earlier, has already aired over in the US. And on Wednesday, we'll get Last Man Standing, Season 9, Episode 7, Bless the Hearts, Season 2, Episode 5, Mixed Dish, Season 1, Episode 4, American Horror Stories, Episode 1, American Dad, Season 17, Episode 10. That One Word, Feynord, Episode 2. Private Practice, Seasons 1 through 6. Secret Life of Predators. Riding Britain's Railway. The Truth Behind, 2. And Muppet Babies, Season 3. On Friday, we'll see the Pixar Spark Short 20-something and the special Far Away from Raven's Home. In the US, you'll also get the movie Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, and in the UK on Friday, we'll also get 9-11 Control the Skies, My 9-11, 9-11 The Plane That Hit the Pentagon, George W. Bush The 9-11 Interview, Million Dollar Moonrock Heist, The Next Mega Tsunami, Return from the Dead, and the movies Maze Runner Scorch Trials, Walk the Line, and He Got Game. And that's about it for this week. What are you most looking forward to being released this next week? Let me know over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club, plus being the word plus. Or of course over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group, or on the Sorcerer Radio Discord, over at srsounds.com forward slash discord. I'm going to take a little bit of a short break now, but after that, I'll be back with the Weekly Movie Club. That listening to the sounds of Sorcerer Radio can make one tap their feet and hum a familiar tune, even causing one to smile. Have you caught the sensation yet? Listen now at srsounds.com. This tape will now self-destruct. And now we're back for the Weekly Movie Club, and as I mentioned earlier, the movie we've been watching this past week has been the 2011 movie, The Muppets. So if you've never seen The Muppets before, this is your spoiler warning. So, if you don't want to be spoiled, pause the show, go and watch the film, and come back and join us for the rest of the podcast. Now, with the spoiler warning out of the way, though, let's get right into it. Walter, who was born a Muppet, is a lifelong fan of The Muppet Show. His older brother, Gary, who is not a Muppet, is planning to take his long-term girlfriend, Mary, on a vacation to Los Angeles. Mary wants Gary to propose to her, but feels his devotion to Walter distracts from their relationship. This is proven when Gary invites Walter to join their vacation. The trio tour the run-down Muppet Studios, where Walter sneaks into Kermit the Frog's office. Whilst he's there, he overhears oil magnate Tex Richman and his henchmen, Uncle Deadly and Boo the Bear, 
as they intend to buy the Muppet Theatre from Salter and Waldorf. The old men state that the Muppets could repurchase the theatre if they raise $10 million before the original contract expires. However, in private, Richmond reveals he intends to destroy the theatre to drill for oil. Walter then informs Gary and Mary of what he's heard. The trio travel to visit Kermit in his mansion, who realise the Muppets would have to reunite to throw a telethon to raise money to save the theatre. Though the Muppets have gone their separate ways, Kermit is convinced he can reunite them. He convinces Fozzie the Bear to join, having been performing in Reno with the Muppets, a tribute band of uncouth Muppet impersonators. Gonzo, who is working as a plumbing magnate, at first refuses to join, but then eventually changes his mind. Animal attends a celebrity anger management clinic, sponsored by Jack Black, and refuses to play the drums. Some of the other various Muppets are also then recruited via a map montage. The group travels to Paris to recruit Miss Piggy, who is now an editor for Vogue Paris. At first, she refuses to return, but later does so when her Muppet counterpart, Miss Poogie, is hired instead of her. The Muppets pitch their telethon to several television networks. CDE network executive Veronica Martin agrees to air their show if they can gain a celebrity host, and the Muppets rebuild the theatre. Needing enough acts to fill the telethon's two-hour time slot, Kermit encourages Walter to find talent. With Gary helping Walter, Mary goes sightseeing alone and eventually returns to small town. With time running out, a desperate Kermit tries to implore Richmond to return the studio to the Muppets, but he refuses, revealing he will give the Muppets trademarks to the Muppets. Kermit gives up, prompting Miss Piggy to rally the other Muppets to kidnap Jack Black to be the host, whilst Gary discovers that Mary has left and returns to small town. The Muppets convince Kermit to participate in the telethon, which slowly gains both an audience and raising funds, thanks to telephone pledges from celebrity callers. Richmond attempts to sabotage the show by cutting off the theatre's power, but Gary and Mary arrive to restore it. A guilt-stricken Uncle Deadly betrays Richmond and stops his second attempt at sabotage. Kermit and Miss Piggy reconcile, leading the Muppets into a rendition of the classic Rainbow Connection. During this, Animal regains his love for drumming. Walter, with the encouragement of Gary, performs a whistling act and earns a standing ovation. Richmond deliberately crashes Kermit's car into a telephone pole, cutting off the phone lines, and he evicts the Muppets from the theatre. However, the group are met by adoring fans outside. Walter joins the Muppets, whilst Gary proposes to Mary. And Richmond, after being struck in the head by Gonzo's bowling ball, laughs for the first time, and willingly returns the theatre to the Muppets. The Muppets had a budget of around $45 million, and raised just over $165 million at the global box office, following its release on November 23, 2011. A sequel to the film was released in 2014, titled Muppets Most Wanted. These are of course not the first Muppet movies, however, as the first film, The Muppet Movie, was released in 1979, and was followed by movies such as The Great Muppet Caper, The Muppets Take Manhattan, The Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppet Treasure Island, and Muppets from Space. The Muppets have also had a long-standing history in the media, first appearing on the puppet-focused TV show Salmon Friends in 1955. Due to rising popularity over the years, they were finally given their own show in 1976, which ran for five seasons until 1981, 
featuring a long line of celebrity guests. This would not be the last time we'd see the Muppets, though, as they would go on to appear in their own movies, as well as Muppet Babies, which was also revived in 2018, Little Puppet Monsters, Jim Henson's Animal Show, Muppets Tonight, Muppet Moments, and the short-lived series The Muppet Show in 2015. We've also most recently seen the Muppets in the Disney Plus series Muppets Now. They've also been featured in made-for-TV films such as It's a Very Merry Muppet Christmas Movie and The Muppets Wizard of Oz, as well as a long line of other specials and guest appearances over the years. Their longest-running show, however, is actually at Walt Disney World's Hollywood Studios in the attraction Muppet Vision 3D, which was opened in 1991 and is actually still open to this day. In 2001, the attraction was also opened at Disney's California Adventure. However, the attraction was closed in California in 2014. I actually really like the Muppet Vision attraction at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. It's got a lot of nostalgia for me. I remember seeing it a lot when I was a child, and I'm looking forward to taking my kids to be able to see it as well. And also, it's not really changed over the years. I think maybe the visuals of the, uh, the 3D recording maybe could do with updating or making more relevant for like now sort of thing but apart from that i do just really enjoy the muppet vision attraction and there's just something about it that i always want to go back and be able to see it anyway i am getting a little bit off topic but i just want to say how much i really enjoy that attraction back to the movie though now as well as starring in the movie jason siegel was also one of the lead writers on the project alongside nicholas stroller the production team also met with the heads of pixar to help fine-tune the script celebrity cameos in the movie include jack black emily blunt Whoopi goldberg neil patrick harris selena gomez and many many more this is also the first muppets production to win an oscar Brett McKenzie won Best Original Song for Muppet or a Man. Due to the limited space for the puppeteers in the scene where the car is full of Muppets, after picking them up, Amy Adams and Jason Siegel were actually asked to operate the Muppets on either side of them. The filmmakers decided to use only old-style techniques for the Muppet effects, such as remote control and battery-operated puppets, rather than computer animation, in order to keep with the original style and charm of the original Muppets. After finishing the movie, the filmmakers gave Jason Siegel the Muppet version of himself, and to honour the creator Jim Henson, he appears on a poster outside of the Muppet Theatre, and also a picture of him with Kermit the Frog appears on the wall in Kermit's old office. And that's about it for this film. I actually really enjoyed this film. It was really just a really nice film overall. And it was a good way to be able to bring the Muppets more into like the modern era because before this time they'd only be really been featured in like projects in like the 90s, early 2000s and things like that. And this kind of brought the Muppets back into the modern day a little bit more. We've seen a lot more Muppets-related projects released since this film was brought out. And yeah, I just really enjoyed it. In fact, I almost wish that this was almost sort of a radio-type show where I could play music as well, because the soundtrack to this film is really good and just really catchy. And like I say, it's just a, a really nice film overall. And I don't think that you have to be necessarily a Muppet fan to be able to watch this film. It's just, uh, just a nice film in general, I think. 
I've always personally been a fan of the Muppets. And like I say, I really enjoy the uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios uh, theatre attraction, the Muppet Vision 3D attraction. But I've also enjoyed just some of the specials that they've done, things like that as well. And there's there's been a lot of things that they've been featured in over the years that are just, that are just really iconic, I feel. And they've also been featured in the Disney parks in other capacities as well. They did a... Uh, like a interactive show called I think it was like Great American Histories or something like that and that was really good as well I didn't see it in person but I've seen plenty of videos of it and I actually really enjoyed the Muppet show that they did in 2015 it only lasted for one season it got cancelled but I actually really enjoyed that and I'm glad that Disney have brought a Muppet themed show back onto Disney Plus as well, just because I feel that the Muppets are almost timeless in a way, and it's something that every generation can enjoy, and I'm sure that my children will enjoy seeing the Muppets on TV in whatever form that takes, whether it's a TV series, a movie, and I watched the movie this last week actually on my own, just because I I didn't really have time to be able to watch it with the kids like last weekend or this weekend even, so I just watched it on an evening, and I, I really enjoyed it just by myself even. But I think it is one that I'll probably want to revisit with the children maybe at a later date, especially when my daughter's a little bit older. She, I think she would really enjoy stuff like that. And my son really enjoys any sort of film that's got uh, just a good catchy soundtrack. So I think he would enjoy it as well. As always, I ask over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord, the Fun Zone Facebook group, and over on my social media for people to be able to share their comments. So let's see what you had to say this past week. Over on Discord, Bell said, It's okay. I'm old school, though. This one doesn't have Charles Durning trying to open a frog's leg restaurant. Much higher stakes in that one. Brandon said, I enjoyed this movie. Having never seen it before, it has that Muppet comedy that I like. And Gary and Walter add something to the story. And I really like the storyline in this one. Actually, Bell and Sorcerer Radio's Eric Allen got into a conversation about the original Muppets movie as well, so that might be an interesting one to, for us to be able to feature in the future. And also, we eventually got onto what is the best driving song as well, because we're talking about particular songs that are featured in these movies, and that some of them are, are really good driving songs as well. And finally, Tim over on Instagram sent me a message saying, never really being a big fan of the Muppets, but I enjoyed watching this movie along with the movie club this week. So thank you for sending that through, Tim. And thank you everyone else for leaving your comments. I really enjoy reading the comments in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord each week. And it's nice when we can get into a conversation about these films and what we did and we didn't like and things like that as well. So thank you to everyone who takes part each week. Now, though, it's time to see what the guys over at Diz His had to say about the Muppets. So, it's over to those guys. Diz His, Diz His, review. Review. So, this week was Muppets. Yes. yes. Right? And I watched it today with oh, Nick. Oh, no. And Nick is all in on it. He loved it. He yes, loves it. good. You know? Uh, I love the movie. Alex, you said last week, right? It's the amazing. songs are I love super it. catchy. Uh, but what do you guys think of the Muppets, um, Scott? Well, absolutely love that movie. And when when you guys started talking about it on your last episode, and Alex said, you know, there's so many songs, you, you don't know the words, but they are stuck in your head. As soon as he said that, they were stuck in my head. I'm here. Yeah. Am I a Muppet? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all those songs. It, brilliant. Uh, love that movie. Uh, Jason Siegel and a- Amy Adams. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it. it I, I love that movie. 
and I I love Amy Adams, and I can't wait for Enchanted to actually hit Disney Plus. Yeah, but yeah, Muppets, fantastic. And and as a kid who grew up on the Muppets, you know, the Great Muppet Caper, the great uh the the Muppet movie, Muppets Take Manhattan. It was a nice throwback to that with new stuff. Yeah, Jen, did you watch it? Oh. Uh, you want me to lie to you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. No, I didn't get a chance. You said to watch you were going to watch it last I week. I know I did. Listen, I have the first few weeks of school are garbage for me. You know that. With everything going on in my hands and all kinds of different stuff, I there's no time. I have no days or evenings off. So I did not watch it like I said I was going to. So. Alex, how about you? Did you watch it? I didn't watch it, but I don't have to because I've seen it so many times. Yeah, you, you've seen it a lot. But I can tell you, I was really surprised my son was going to like it. Yeah. We watch it, and he really liked it. And Nice. He, yeah, let's talk about all the cameos. That's oh, there's in, so many cameos. Jack Black is in it. Oh, he's hilarious. He's right? awesome. Uh, Emily Blunt. Yeah. She's in it. She's like um, Miss Piggy's secretary or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the live act, the, the person of the main Muppet. I don't know the actor's name from. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays the real version. Yeah, he plays Sheldon yeah, yeah. from uh, yeah. How yeah. I Met Your Mother. No what? Big Bang Theory. How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> no, sorry, I was thinking Jason Siegel from, how I, from how, how I Met Your Mother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but definitely, you know, I feel like the Muppets have like a cult following too. Oh, for sure. Because it, it kind of talks about in the movie where they were huge, like in the eighties, the Muppets, right? I mean, they had the TV show. They were like this, you know, Muppet Babies. That they were huge. I don't feel like they're as popular now as they were a what, long time ago. And that was the point of the movie. And they kind of really yeah. Like, yeah. realistic on it. They're like, you know, we're yeah. not as cool as we used to be, guys. <laughs> exactly right. Which is, I think, is hilarious because yeah. they're kind of taking they're t- taking shots at that, which is funny. Huge I love the villain. Maniacal laugh. Maniacal laugh. Maniacal laugh. It's really interesting that the Muppets. They always, that's what they're known for, is having all these different cameos, right? Why? Why do you think that they get all these cameos? Well, I mean, the the Muppet Show, the original Muppet Show, it was it was it, it was, was all like about cameos. Saturday beloved, Night Live for kids. beloved yeah. for kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But now they're not as popular. But what makes you? How can they be like? Okay, you know, we have we're not as popular as we were back a long what time ago. What do you think, ago, Jack Black? But we're still as a kid. What do you yeah, think, Emily Blunt? That, that's as what I'm a kid. thinking. They're right. That's what they watched, and that's you're right. That's probably how they're getting it. Doesn't Jason Siegel own own part of the Muppets now? Isn't there like some I sort of no ownership or, or or partnership I think or he might. with the Muppets? So he can get all those stars too. Yeah, and I think in some of his other movies, he kind of mentions like the Muppets, like in his other movies that he does. Right? Yeah. There's the one where he uh, forgetting forgetting Sarah forgetting Marshall, Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Where he's, oh, where he's like, where love he's like that a, movie. When he's Great like movie. a when he's like a singer, yes. right? And he's uh, a vampire. He's sing, like, a vampire. A vampire. Uh, what was the vampire opera? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The vampire opera. <laughs> he, he, so he like loves Muppets. Yeah, it's cool. Want to hear more from Alex, Joe, and Jen? Go to dizhis.com. Thank you very much. Remember, you can catch them on Fridays on Sorcerer Radio at 1 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern, as well as on all major podcasting platforms. Remember, if you want to send me your comments on the Weekly Movie Club each week, you can do so in the Weekly Movie Club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord or in any of my posts over on social media at at or forward slash the d plus club plus of course being the word plus and you can also catch me over in the sorcerer radio fun zone facebook group and if you ever want to leave me an audio message about any of the movies that we feature about any of the news stories we feature you can do so over at anchor.fm forward slash the d plus club and if you're enjoying the show you can also now show your support by donating a coffee 
As I've said on many occasions, I often record and edit my podcast, sometimes late at night, between about 8pm and midnight. In fact, at the time of me recording this right now, it's actually 10 o'clock in the evening, I started recording earlier when we were putting the kids to like in the bath and things like that, getting them ready for bed. And then I just kind of pick it up and I finish off the podcast and then I get it edited. So I've maybe got another hour or more after I finish recording, but... Uh, I say I'm usually drinking coffee throughout this time to be able to keep me awake, especially after how this weekend's been. But if you would like to donate a coffee, you can do so at ko-fi.com forward slash the D plus club. As for next week's movie, though, we'll be featuring the movie Atlantis, the Lost Empire. Until then, though, hopefully you've had a good week. Thank you very much for tuning in again this week, and hopefully you can tune in again next week. Have a great one, everyone. Bye bye. (laughs) 